You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your hosts, Chris Jennings and Dr. Mike Brazier. Today I'm sitting here with Dr. Mike Brazier, my co-host, and we've got our producer, Clay Baird. And and what we're going to do today is we are wrapping up season one. So what we want to do is we basically want to kind of give you a quick walkthrough of what we liked about season one, what we did, um, how we got into this, just to give you all an update. And then we're going to take a quick walk into season two, what we're going to do for the off season and eventually season three. Are we going to talk about what we did not like about season one? We are. Okay. So Mike, that's the first question. <laughs> what was one thing that you kind of learned? We hadn't, none of us had ever done a podcast before. Right. And we kind of just threw out this harebrained idea. Hey, we're going to do a scientific based podcast for Dogs Unlimited. And you got roped into it. And yeah. now you're a co-host. And yeah. yeah, it's an interesting story that I've told some to uh, some of my friends and colleagues several times. I'd just kind of gotten settled here at headquarters, uh, I guess it was, well, yeah, late last summer. And you come into the office. We had exchanged emails before that. And you said you wanted to talk to me about something. I don't even know if you mentioned the podcast in the email. You wanted to talk <laughs> to me about something. So then you came into the office and sat down and then you floated the idea of this podcast. Gave and, you my and, pitch. And immediately I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's, I mean, I listen to podcasts, but I don't, I don't do podcasts. That's not, that wasn't in the position description whenever I applied for the job. <laughs> and so you presented the idea of, you know, we want to have some science-based topics occasionally and we want you to come on and be part of this. And so I'm like, well, wait a minute, how much time are we talking about? And so the short version of the story is I came in and did a few of these and just as a guest, you were the host and we did some early episodes. And then the next thing you know, I'm co-hosting. I don't, I forget who it was, who the first person was that we both served as co-hosts for, but nevertheless, then that continued for a little while. And shortly after that, you were out of town or something of that nature. And we had some needed an episode and then somebody came up with a great idea of, well, Mike, why don't you just do this hosting thing solo? <laughs> I wasn't and, out of town. Yeah, you were just hiding in the back room. And so the rest is kind of history. And and yeah, I mean, I'll confess that, that like at the, at the beginning, clearly I was like, wait a minute, I don't know if this is what I want to do because it's the type of, everyone says this when we have them on as, as a guest, they're like, I hate the way I sound. I sound like, you know, a chipmunk or something of that nature. I mean, that's just the way we, yeah. so that's one reason why I was averse to even wanting to do this because I just don't like the way I sound. But the reality is that's the way you sound and mm-hmm. you kind of get used to that. But, um, but you know, it, it didn't take very long for me to actually get excited. I'm making a confession here about the opportunity that this gave us uh, and sort of being a scientist and being excited about, excited about waterfowl science. Um, you want to be able to share that message. You believe it's important. You know it's important for the way we manage the resource. And there's a lot of material that we ordinarily can't cover with our – uh, with our traditional means of, of communication, magazine or web articles or whatever the case may be. 
But this gives us that opportunity to delve into more details on certain topics and also to address other topics that we ordinarily would not have. So anyway, just from big picture, that's what I really uh, found myself getting pretty excited about the prospects that we have with the podcast and, and to communicate different messages. So, yeah, and, and that's one thing that we really, when Clay and I decided, oh, hey, we're going to try to do this podcast, um, you know, we were really kind of winging it, and we were very fortunate that you came so on speak. board. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time, people are like, well, how'd you get into it, and, you know, why are you doing it, whatever, and it's, I, I talk ducks year-round, ducks and geese. You know, I'm a duck hunter. And it's one of those things where now I'm sitting around with you and, you know, Dr. Tom Mormon and you've got Dale Humberg and you've got these, you know, great waterfowl minds that this gets me even more excited yeah. to talk ducks, talk geese. And I hope our audience feels that way too. I mean, you, you're getting this, this vast uh, amount of information. And one of the things that you've hit on before, this information is not always coming from us. Right. It's not always coming from Ducks Unlimited necessarily. These are waterfowl scientists and waterfowl managers throughout the country that are providing this information. Everything from telemetry studies to boreal forests to, you know, urban mallard research. Uh, awesome. You know, yeah. very, very cool topics that we can talk about, you know, that I think waterfowl hunters can really get into and waterfowl conservationists and it, it crosses many lines. Um, one thing that I do want to do real quick is I want to do a season two introduction because we're going to be launching season two uh, right around the first week of May, and it's going to be called the off-season. And the reason for it being the off-season is not only because it is the off-season, but we want to be able to bring in the breeding science. We want to bring in some of the different things that, that are happening in the waterfowl management world. Uh, can you go ahead and explain just a couple little you know, tidbits of, of what's going on in the waterfowl world during you know, May, June, July, and into August? Yeah, I, I think the idea here is that we're gonna um, we're gonna try to build some content. Whenever we started this, it was sort of shotgun approach. Let's just kind of get as much material as we can to get this underway. But as we began to think about it, it was like you, you know, there's an opportunity to build content sort of around the annual cycle of waterfowl. So that's kind of what you're getting to. And so naturally, when we start talking about the breeding season, we're talking about what uh, the various scientific pieces of information or scientific studies into. Uh, yeah, the breeding ecology, nesting ecology of, of waterfowl. I know we're going to try to connect with some researchers up in the Dakotas. I know we're also going to try to connect with some of the folks that are actually doing the surveys, the May breeding population yeah. surveys. We'll have an opportunity to talk about that in, in as much detail as we want. And, and as you mentioned, the great thing is that we can actually bring in guests that are doing the work. It's not us as sort of the um, the third party describing what what they, what somebody else did, they're actually the ones that are going to be sharing the message and telling exactly what happens. And so, yeah, I really like that aspect of it. I think it makes it more interesting. It's also an opportunity for us to reconnect with some of the people that we know, that we consider friends and colleagues. Um, so, you know, just right off the cuff, breeding population surveys, um, breeding ecology studies, and, and obviously a lot of conservation stories from across the, from across North America. We had obviously some of those uh, throughout this first season, but it's going to give us an opportunity to touch on many more of those uh, during the off season. Awesome. And also as part of season two, the off season, I'll be bringing to light a little bit of um, information that year round duck hunters, you know, duck and goose hunters, we, we know that, you know, avid hunters are, are year round. I mean, as soon as we get done with duck season, we start light goose. Then you get into retriever training, off season shotgunning. 
Um, those are the types of things that I'll be bringing to the table. Uh, Cleaning season two. your decoys. Cleaning your decoys, um, which I still decoys. have to do. And I also still have to do that. <laughs> Maybe. I'll talk to my wife. Um, but, you know, there's so many different things that we can do and we can talk about during the off season. And, and one thing that we also want to do right now is, is we want to just provide our audience with some contact information. Obviously, ducks.org slash du podcast. You can find everything there that you need, um, every single show. Um, and also on that page and everywhere, you can email du podcast at ducks.org. Du podcast at ducks.org. Awesome. And with that, we just want some feedback. And what we're doing is we're looking for either recommendations for shows or recommendations for regions, or we really just want any feedback from the audience that we can possibly get. And we're going to try and build on what we've done. You Are know, we taking bad feedback? No. No, no, no bad feedback. Of just course good. we'll take bad feedback. We'll send that to Clay, <laughs> our, our fantastic producer. Um, you know, this, this season we've done 86-plus episodes. Um, for season two, just to let everyone know, we are going to kind of scale back a little bit during the off season, and we'll probably be publishing, I don't know, two, three episodes per week, just kind of get, keeping everyone in touch and, and letting them know what's going on in the research, science, and even the waterfowling world. Um, and as soon as August comes around, I know everyone will be excited. We will be um, usually we're, well, actually we're going to try and do it in conjunction with the breeding population survey release of the the release yeah. of that. Yeah. We will be launching season three. And once season three hits, we'll be back into the fall and waterfowl season. We'll be running along and and probably back on pace to where we were this season. Yeah. So, uh, you know, right off the bat, I just want to say thank you to our listeners. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and thank you to Mike. You've been a great co-host. Yeah. Thank you to you, you guys too. Clay, our awesome producer. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job. And we look forward to season two and season three. Yeah. Uh, the other, if we're doing thank yous, we also have to thank the people that joined us. True. Our guests. Absolutely. Um, whether those be research scientists from across the country uh, or they be our own staff members. We've actually uh, interviewed a number of our DU staff and staff from other state agencies or waterfowl biologists. And they're going to continue to be a you know prominently featured guest. And so uh, we, yeah, just appreciate all the guests that have joined us and, and appreciate in advance the people that are going to join us in the future. Yep. We've got a lot of great things planned and looking forward to you guys joining us here very soon for season two and then coming back in season three as soon as we hit the fall. And special thanks to our producer, Clay Baird, for pulling all this together. Tip of the hat to you. And thanks to our listeners for joining us all season. And thanks for supporting Wetlands Conservation. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.